We find ourselves this morning, the end of Acts chapter number 27, and uh, I have preached a couple of messages from this chapter already this year. I know this passage, this chapter was preached from a couple of times this week. Uh, We know that uh, Paul, uh, the Apostle Paul, has been uh, imprisoned and he is on his way to Rome. Uh, He encounters a shipwreck. Uh, and we're going to pick up uh, where they find themselves in a storm. Uh, we're going to pick up the end of the chapter as uh, we see what takes place, and they're going to be shipwrecked. Look at me in verse number 41. And falling into a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground, and the forepart stuck fast and remained unmovable. But the hinder part was broken with the violence of the waves, and the soldiers' counsel was to kill the prisoners lest any of them should swim out and escape. But the centurion, willing to save Paul, kept them from their purpose and commanded that they which could swim should cast themselves first into the sea and get to land. And the rest, some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass that they escaped all safe to land. The scripture here is very self-explanatory. The ship uh, becomes, uh, it says, it's run aground. And uh, the waves were coming and broke off the, the hinder part of the ship. And the prisoners, the soldiers, well, let's kill all of the prisoners because there's no sense in them uh, escaping. Uh, this centurion, as the scripture reminds us, didn't, we, we wanted to care for Paul. And so he said, well, let's do this. Uh, he commanded them that all could swim, jump in, and head to shore. You can swim, and aren't they? Think, I bet there were those thankful that day. I'm glad I learned how to swim. I'm glad uh, that I that I that I took those those lessons at the uh, the 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 YMCA. I mean, I'm glad that I, I know how to swim. But look at verse 44. And the rest, just do the best you can. If you can swim, go ahead and jump in, head to shore. If you can't swim. Just do the best you can. Notice what the scripture says. And the rest, some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship. Have you ever felt like in life things were taking place in your life where you felt like you were stuck on a ship that was going down and you couldn't swim? You ever felt that way? If you haven't felt that way, you will feel that way. Let me just say this morning, if you've been in that kind of a situation in the past, it's very likely that you'll find yourself there again. This morning, I want us to look at verse 44, and part of this verse is also the title of my message this morning. Some on boards and some on broken pieces. Sometimes you can swim the shore. What's the purpose of swimming? To get to shore. Sometimes you may be one of those, I, I, I just, I'm not going to be able to get over on my own strength. I'm not going to make it through this storm on my own ability. Well, thank the Lord that some on boards and some on broken pieces can still make it to shore. Father, I pray this morning that you'll take the message, my where. We're full from a great week. Father, we, we need what you have for us today. I pray for the one who finds themselves in 
very similar circumstances as we described this morning. They're, they're in a storm. Uh, things have not worked out the way they thought they would work out. May they get the help and the encouragement they need. And Father, this morning we could all stand and rejoice in your goodness to us, your provision, how you provided for us. But may we take heed to the scripture this morning. May we take heed to the Holy Spirit and allow him to be our teacher because uh, the, the, the waves can be calm today. But just as life, life can bring a storm that we know not of tomorrow, may we take the truths of scripture, the principles therein, and may we uh, get them deep down in our soul that when that storm comes, we're reminded we allow the Holy Spirit to encourage us. I pray for the one who may not be saved today, the one who uh, is struggling with their eternity. Uh, they've never put their faith and trust in Jesus. If they were to die at this moment, uh, they would spend an eternity lost in a devil's hell. May they realize this morning that God loves them. May they realize this morning that Jesus paid their sins for them. And all they have to do is, through faith, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and depend on him, that finished work of Calvary. Bless our service this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We find here a very interesting story, and we've spent some time in it in, in past weeks, but I'm reminded from the passage of Scripture that not every sea is calm. And not every journey goes as expected. Those of you that you've reared your children, you could probably tell us on family vacations that you had planned out, you had mapped out, and before you even got out of the driveway, something just, it, it wasn't expected. That is, that is minute, but as we compare that to life, there are things, if we were always expected uh, for the storm, uh, we, we would be better off, but sometimes they just come out of nowhere, and sometimes uh, things are, are, are going fine, but not every journey is easy. Not every time we say we're just going to go from point A to point B, does it go exactly as is planned? This chapter illustrates that in verse number 13. And when the south wind blew softly... Supposing that they had obtained their purpose, loosing thence, they sailed close by creep. That, that south wind was blowing softly. And they were, here, here's that wind. We can get the sails up, get that wind behind us, and it is going to be smooth sailing. And wait, here, there's the wind. That was the time. Let's set out. Let's get that wind behind us. And this is going to be one of those easy trips, one of those easy journeys. But look in verse 14. But not long after, there arose against it a tempestuous wind. In one verse of Scripture, we have gone from a soft wind to a tempestuous wind. And friend, that's not much different than life. <clears throat> Things can just be moving along. That wind is at our back. Everything is well. Our health is good. Finances are good. Children are good. Job is good. <clears throat> Church is good. I mean, everything is just going as, as well as it possibly could be. And as quick as a verse 13 to verse 14, one day the sun can set. And when the sun comes up the next day, that soft wind blowing at our back, filling our sails, the, the soft wind of life can turn into a tempestuous wind that blows contrary to your peace 
contrary to your comfort, contrary to the purpose that you have set out in life. It happens quickly. It happens often. And let me just uh, uh, be a reminder to those. You may be uh, younger as far as years go, and you haven't, you haven't faced a, uh, as much life as others have faced. And say, everything is going, going well. Everything is going great. Let me just warn you. You say, Pastor, I know I need the Word of God, but how much do I really need the Word of God? Oh, you need it when that soft wind is blowing. Oh, you need it, and often say, oh, we praise the Lord for His goodness. But let me tell you, when you're really going to need the, the promises of Scripture, when you're really going to need that church family to be praying for you, when you're really going to need to know that you are in the will of God is when the soft wind blowing turns into the tempestuous wind. It happens very quickly. And by way of outline this morning, let me just mention a few things. Look at me in verse number 41 as we read this morning. And falling into a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground, and the forepart stuck fast. I'm going to give you the first uh, truth this morning in, in, in the theological depth of this first point I want you to really get. Number one, let me say, sometimes your ship gets stuck. I have dug into verse number 41, and I have studied that, and let me just tell you what that means. Sometimes your ship gets stuck. Isn't that the way it is in life? You can be moving along. Things can be going well. That ship was not designed to be stuck. That ship's purpose was not to be stuck. But here we find in Scripture that they had run the ship Aground. Friend, that's the way it is in life. Sometimes uh, the, the ship of our life just gets run aground. It gets stuck. It is there and the waves are beating against it and beating against it. And the waves are just breaking the ship up. And you begin to see pieces of your life floating around you. And this is not what I intended for life to be. And when I was young and, and optimistic and had all my life ahead of me, I had all something, I had dreams and I had things envisioned. I never thought it would be like this. I never thought my life would turn out like this. I never thought my health would be what it is. I never thought that I'd be betrayed or deserted like I have been. I never thought I'd face the adversity that I have faced. Sometimes, friend, your ship just gets stuck because of the storm and the tempestuous sea. Well, sometimes we look and say, and certainly I would rather this the, the effects of life, and I would rather the will of God, where I enter into a storm because of the will of God than because of the chastisement of God. But friends, sometimes it's just the result of the storm. They could not free the ship themselves. It remained, look at verse 41, and remained unmovable. Oh, when is this going to be over, Pastor? When are we going to get through it? How is stuck in the winds and the, and the waves are beating and beating and beating and, 
I don't know how I'm going to get, a, get free. I don't know how we're going to endure this. And, and sometimes we just are hanging on and, and, our, and our ship is now stuck. Our, our life is where we never thought it would be. When am I going to be able to move on from this? How am I going to be able to move forward from this? How am I going to be? It's no fun being stuck stuck in the sea. It's no fun enduring the waves and enduring the wind and and wondering, is today going to be the day when the ship finally falls apart? Is today going to be the day when I finally that, that, that wind and that those waves just destroy everything? Is today going to be the day? Friend, and sometimes we look and we, want, we look at ourselves as complete failures. We look at ourselves as I have nothing else to offer God. There's nothing else that I could do. And friend, this morning, I'm just going to be as simple and as practical as as I can, sometimes your ship just gets stuck. You find your, that, those sailors that day, then they left the port, they weren't like, okay, now let's see how fast we can get this thing run aground. Let's see, now you know, you know the story, you know they were told they should have never left. But their purpose was not to get the ship stuck. Their purpose was to get from point A to point B safely and as smoothly as possible, but we find the ship has run aground. Never imagined it'd be there. Never imagined they'd be in that situation. A lot of Christians find themselves in that place. When your kids were little, you never thought some things would turn out the way they turned out. When you exchanged those vows, you never thought some things would take place that took place. When you had your health, you never could imagine that one day you'd sit in a doctor's office and they'd read the results of some blood work, they'd read the results of some tests that have been run, and you find yourself stuck, you find your life not where you thought it would be. But notice as we progress in the scripture this morning, in verse 41 again, the forepart stuck fast and remained immovable, but the hinder part was broken with the violence of the waves. Number two, let me say to you, sometimes surviving is your only focus. Pastor, I, I, I want to accomplish all these things. I want to do things. You just better concentrate on surviving. The hinder part is being broken up. I don't think those sailors were looking at their charts. Now, I wonder when we're going to arrive into port. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking of this next voyage that we were going to take a month. No, no, they weren't thinking of anything other than how in the world are we going to get through this? How in the world can we survive this? And Christian, it's okay sometimes to just say, I've just got to survive. I've just got to get through this. And sometimes survival is what you focus on. Survival is, is, is the key. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not moving forward like I want to move forward. I say this often, and you already know what I'm going to say. Sometimes it's not about thriving. It's just about surviving. And if you survive when you're in that storm, that is an accomplishment. Well, Pastor, I just don't feel like I'm as... 
I'm as close to God as I should be. Well, did you survive your storm today? That's an accomplishment. Well, Pastor, I didn't, I'm not able to do all the things that I had dreamed of doing or what I would, thought I would be able to do. Well, did you survive? Have you quit? Have you given up? Are you still uh, in the fight? Are you still pursuing the things of God? And sometimes it is just surviving. It is just getting through. Friend, don't let that devil park on your shoulder and say, oh, uh, you're not doing what you used to be able to do, or you're not you doing what brother so-and-so is doing and sister so-and-so. Well, they may not be in the same storm you're in. Their ship may not be have run aground. They may not be facing the same difficulties you are facing. Friend, you just survive the day. You just be faithful. You just hang in there, and it's not pretty. And being in this storm, you look a little windblown, and you look a little battered, but friend, you just survive the storm. Sometimes... Survival is the only focus because we have a very clear description of what's going on here, but the hinder part was broken with the violence of the waves. Life can bring some violent waves, can it? Never thought somebody you love would ever get sick. You never thought you'd bury a child. You never thought you'd lose a child to the world. You never thought that your spouse would walk out on you one day. You never thought that dreams would just disappear. You never thought. But friend, life can bring some very violent waves. And all oh, those who, you better be very, very careful, young Christian. Be very, very careful, young adult. Be very, very careful, uh, young couple, and looking at those who are who are years down the line and say, "Well, well, I, I don't." I didn't discounting because they 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 they're scarred and discounting because some things have happened in their life. Friend, it is an accomplishment to just survive the storm, and sometimes there are some very violent things that come along, and you may find yourself one day in a very similar situation. That's why you've got to be in the things of God. That's why every day you got to be in the Word of God strengthening your walk, strengthening your, your Christian life. That's why you've got to learn how to depend on God and by faith live your life as a Christian. You've got to depend on Him because one day your ship may run aground. You never saw it coming. You never thought it could happen to you. Matter of fact, you went to school to sell that ship. Matter of fact, you've got the perfect people on board with you to help you sell that ship. But yet a storm came from nowhere. You are sailing along. That soft wind is behind your back. But just like that, a storm blew in that you never saw coming. It wasn't on the forecast, but yet it blew in and now your ship's run aground. And the violence of the waves are beating against you. Friend, this morning, if you find yourself in that situation, you just survive. You just survive. Don't you quit. Don't you worry about how you're not able to do what you once could do. You just get through the storm. You just survive. We find the violence of the winds. Thirdly, we see in verse 44. Well, we see the context of verse 43, as I've already mentioned well, that centurion wanted to save Paul. This, is, this isn't part of the message, but just a side note. That What if Paul had not been real? That centurion might have said, yep, I think that's a good idea. 
Was it, a, was it a greater burden or a less of a burden to keep up with those prisoners? Oh, it was a much greater burden. But yet there was something in Paul that won that centurion. But the centurion said, no, no, don't kill them all. He commanded they should swim. All right, if you can swim, today's your lucky day. You get to, you get to head to shore. And I imagine those prisoners, they didn't need a whole lot of encouragement. Because those divide, that any time that ship was going to break up, at any moment it was going to be all into pieces. And, and they heard them say, kill all the prisoners. And when that centurion said, no, if you can swim, go, I believe before the words were ever out of his mouth, you heard splashes as, as they were jumping overboard. That's me. I can swim. I'm out of here. I've got a greater chance there than I do here. And they are swimming. And verse 44, and the rest... Good luck to you. Find something and get to shore. Put yourself in the place of those prisoners who are on board that ship as it's been run aground. The hinder part has been broken to pieces. The, the soldiers kill them all. So they don't escape. They get a reprieve. No, swim the shore. Everybody is jumping off. It's like your pilot coming out with the only parachute and jumping out the, the door and saying, see y'all later. Okay, what do we do now? Everybody's bailing out. If you can't swim... You know you can't swim. You're afraid of the water. Here you are left in this precarious situation. But the scripture tells us that some were on boards and some were on broken pieces. Don't miss the context. Those soldiers didn't say just grab anything. It says that some grab boards and some grab broken pieces to get them to shore. Let me say thirdly this morning, broken pieces are enough. Broken pieces are enough. Sometimes Christians, they look at their life and they never imagine there'd be broken pieces. They never imagined the storm would take the toll on his life that he has taken. They never imagined that as they looked ahead in their life that they'd find themselves in a situation. They never, they never saw it coming. Can I say to you this morning that broken pieces are enough to get you to shore? Don't miss this. The purpose of the ship was to get them across the sea to the safety of dry ground. And if you get there on broken pieces, you still get there. Can you imagine how foolish it would have been for one of those soldiers who could not swim? They didn't have life vests there on the ship. They didn't even have water wings to put on the ship. I mean, they were bailing out. They were gone. How foolish would it have been for those, those, those prisoners to be on that ship knowing they could not swim and seeing everybody else jump in who could swim and just say, well, 
I mean, there's just no hope. Well, there's just no use. I can't swim like so-and-so can swim. And oh, well, you, well, well, God sure was much better than them. No, friend, they can swim. God left you on the ship. You might not have the ability somebody else has, but let me tell you what you can do. You can grab a broken piece and you can continue to move on and get to shore. There's too many Christians that get discouraged and fall by the wayside and quit on God because that, that, that dangerous wind has come and it's broken up your ship. Friend, just grab on a piece. Broken pieces will still get you to shore. And if if God has allowed certain storms to come into your life, you just grab a hold of a broken piece and you just continue to go. Broken pieces are enough. See, it's... You see pieces of your ship this morning floating around. Don't just go down to the depths of that dark sea and die. Grab a piece as it floats by. But I've made some mistakes in my life and there's some storms that have entered in my life and if I could go back to port and start over, I would have never set sail if I had known that this had come. Well, friend, if you're still on that ship, say, well, I wish I could swim. If I could swim, I'd keep going. If I could swim, if I, could, if, if I had the faith of brother so-and-so and sister so-and-so, I wouldn't quit. But, but here I am. I can't swim. No, friend, you grab on to the first piece of your broken life that you see and say, well, I've still got some hope. Amen. I've still got, well, that, that is a crude wrath that you have there. It's just a couple of old boards floating in the water. Friend, if you're fighting for your life and you're in the storm and you've got pieces floating around you, you grab on to the, the closest piece to you. And let me just give you some encouragement this morning. It's not exactly, you, your ship may not get there all in, in, in one piece. It might be run aground this morning. Sometimes in life that happens. Sometimes that, that sea beats up your life and the pieces begin to break apart. You just grab a hold of a piece. God's still got a future for you. God's still got, got a plan for you. You just grab a hold of a piece. And let me just encourage you this morning, if you're floating through life and you're not, in, you're not doing a backstroke, you're not on a leisurely swim this morning, You've got to hold the best you can of a, of a, of a broken piece of timber. Let me just say, and you're bobbing in the sea this morning, and you're saying, well, it might have been better to stay on that ship because at least I could see when I'm going to go down. Now I'm in the water hanging on. You, let me just encourage you this morning. You hang on to that broken piece. You hang on to it because broken pieces are enough. Fourthly and finally, We see this in verse... Well, let me give, give you the fourth one and I'll show you from Scripture. They held in the rest. Some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship. We find, so it came to pass that they escaped all safe to land. Let me say fourthly, hold to the promise of safety and deliverance. See... Paul was on the ship with other prisoners. He was on the ship with soldiers. He was on the ship with the centurion who was uh, the captain, if you will, of, of these soldiers. 
And they entered into this storm that Paul had already warned them they should have never, never, never left port. They should have never gone in, but they find themselves in this storm and, and they're doing everything they can. They're throw, with the tackling of the ship and they're, they're throwing everything that's in excess over the ship to try and make, uh, try and save the ship. And then in verse number uh, 27, we see, I'm sorry, verse 23, uh, let's go back to verse 22 actually. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you, but of the ship. So what do I do, pastor, if my ships run aground? And that wind, that violent wind, and the things of life that I just didn't know would break, break, break my life apart. I didn't know it would shatter some dreams. I didn't know that it would seemingly erase my future and as I knew it and I find myself at times wondering how in the world am I going to get through this how am I going to provide for my family how am I going to rear my children how could I ever do anything for God with what has happened in my life but I found the broken piece floating by and I did all that I could do I just grabbed a hold and this morning, I'm just bobbing in that dark sea, and I can still see the thunder, and I can still feel the wind blowing, and I wonder if today is going to be the day that it's all over, that it's all done with. Friend, what did these people do as they're bobbing in that sea? I can imagine as some, when as soon as the fear came on, is I'm not going to make it. I, I can't swim as somebody, these others could swim. I imagine they remembered in verse 22, that man of God said, God has said, nobody's going to lose their life. Everybody is going to make it. And friend, here's the very practical application. If you find yourself, your life is run aground, your ship is run aground, and you're in a place that you never thought you'd be in your life. You're dealing with circumstances you never thought you would deal with. You're deal dealing with heartache you never thought you would deal with. You're dealing with challenges in life you never thought you would deal with, and your ship is falling apart. And there's pieces of your life floating around you, and you can't save yourself with your own ability. You can't get to shore with your own ability. Just grab hold of the pieces of your life and grab hold of them. And let me offer you some encouragement this morning that we have the promises of God that says, as long as you hang on to that piece of your life and you kick and you swim and you don't let go, you have the promises of God that you'll get to the other side, that you'll get to the other shore. You just don't quit. Everybody, you just gotta, you just gotta hang on to that piece. We don't feel like kicking anymore, you kick a little more. When that thunder, you hear the sound of that thunder and that lightning flashes, and you see those big old waves breaking, you just hang on and hold to the promise. What can you imagine how dark and how afraid that scene and how scary that scene was, and all they had to hold on to was a piece of the ship that they had been sailing on. And sometimes that's the way life is. It seems like we can only hold on to a piece of the promise of life and a piece of what our life had to offer and just a piece of the journey we were on. And we're just hanging on to it. And I can't see the shore, but my God said that he will never leave me nor forsake me. I can't see the purpose in this, but I know this. God said his ways 
are above my ways. I don't know exactly why God allowed this to happen in my life, but I promise you this, I know that he is watching over me and I have his promises that said that he will see me through. And sometimes we end up as those prisoners did. We know why Paul was there. He was there for preaching the gospel. But I promise you, the rest of those prisoners, that wasn't the same place. And you may find yourself, you say, boy, I wish I hadn't have done some of those things I did back there. And now I'm on this prisonership. And here's this storm coming up. You just hang on because that promise that Paul gave in, in, in verse number 22 wasn't just for him. It wasn't just for the centurion. It wasn't just for the other soldiers. It was for every man aboard that ship. The promises of God are true for you. You say, well, I know, I know, pastor, God will do things for you. My God is your God. The promises in this book is not just for a pastor. It's not just for a preacher. It's not just for a centurion. The promises in this book are for all men. You just hang on. You just keep paddling. In those dark times, instead of thinking about the condition of the ship, put your focus on the dry ground. Instead of complaining, instead of questioning, I don't find in my Bible any, any of this. Well, I, I want an explanation from God. Why he allowed this to happen. No, you just grab a hold of the pieces that remain. And you just paddle. And you kick. And when you get so tired you can't kick anymore, you just hold on to the pieces that you still have. I don't see how I'm going to get through this. You hold on and you remember the promises of God. You remember the provision of God. If God loved you enough and he did to send his son to pay your sin debt, to pay your salvation, to suffer your death in hell, God loves us enough to do that. He loves us enough to see us through the dark times. And if his promises of salvation are true, and they certainly are, his promises to see you through a storm are just as true. If God can deliver a lost sinner through the blood of Jesus Christ from a dark and in, in 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 an everlasting hell, he can deliver us from whatever storm we're going through. He can deliver us from the brokenness of our life. You just grab a hold of what pieces remain and you don't let go. And you say, well, well, we'll regret. And I, I, don't, I wish I hadn't ever been. It's too late for that. The ship is run aground. There's too many Christians. Uh, you, you never get off of the boat and head forward because all you want to talk about and analyze is how in the world did I get here? And, and I'd like to have some explanation and some meaning of how I get here. No, friend, everybody who swam has already jumped in the sea. You grab a hold of what you can find and you trust the promises of God. You know, because the scripture tells us, they all made it to shore. But every one of them had to jump into the sea to get to shore. Well, I'm not like other people. I don't have the ability they have. Aren't you glad God made provision? He says, in the rest. 
Oh, there was oh, I can swim. As I've already described, I believe when he heard that they were going to kill us, and that thought, I believe, had already gone through their minds. They're going to kill us. Well, let's let them swim, though. Plot, plot, plot. They're already, they're already overboard. But the fear that they already had must have gripped the heart of those. I can't swim. I can't do it on my own. I don't have the strength to get there. There's no way I have the ability to get through this storm. You grab a hold of a piece of your life. Say, I'm holding on. This is all I got left. But I'm not going to let go. I'm not going to give up. And when you can't kick anymore, you just hang on. You just hang on. You just hang on. Don't give up. Don't quit. Aren't you glad? And the rest still had some hope. And the rest, some on boards, and some on broken pieces of the ship. Let me ask you this. Those that could swim and those that came on the broken pieces, did it really matter how they got there? Just that they got there. This morning, if you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, you have no hope without Jesus Christ. Maybe this morning you say, I find myself and my ship's breaking up and my life's where not. The first thing that you need to do is grab a hold of the Lord Jesus Christ and accept him as your personal savior. A church isn't going to get you to heaven. A person, nobody else is going to get you to heaven. doesn't matter what your grandmother did. doesn't matter how faithful she was to church. All that matters is that you choose the Lord Jesus Christ. You believe on what he did on Calvary. Friend, Christian, this morning you may have run your ship aground. Pastor, there's just pieces. Well, grab one. Grab one. Well, I'm not, I didn't have the privilege of growing up in a Christian home. Grab a piece and the rest. I don't have the ability that others have. Grab a piece. God, God thought about you too. God's promises are true for you too. And the rest, some on boards, some on broken pieces of the ship. The invitation is very simple this morning. If you need to be saved, if you need to trust Christ as your Savior, there will be somebody to show you from Scripture how you can be saved. This morning, choose to trust the Lord Jesus Christ. But Christian, this may be describing you this morning. Don't go down with the ship. Grab a piece. Don't give up. Grab a loose board. Don't give up and say, that's it, all hope is lost. I was doomed to begin with. No, you grab a piece of your life. You grab a hold and you, and you kick and you swim. And we don't have strength anymore. You just grab a hold. And in your darkest time, and this may be this morning, you hold to the promises of God. You, you hold to the word of God and say, God, I'm just going to hold on. I don't know. And in my, in my doubt and in my fears, I'm just going to believe that you're going to get me there. And I can promise you this. Promises of God are true. Amen. This morning, you, Christian, 
maybe a great morning under the conference tent to bow the knee and say, God, I'm not where I thought I'd be. I'm dealing with things I never thought I would deal with. I've just got pieces. But I'm going to hang on to the pieces. And I'm going to trust your promises that you'll get me through. And friend, if you've still got breath in your body, God is not done with you. God is not through with you. God has not forsaken you. Do you realize they all could have gone down with the ship? Or ran aground. So many times, another application, so many times, it's like, why in the world did it, it, it ran aground? Why didn't we see this coming? I mean, after all, those that sail these ships, that was one of the, 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 the things they paid the most attention to. You study that scripture, they're seeing how close they get, how close they get, because you don't want to run aground. They knew this would happen. And say, like, oh, why in the world did this happen? No, God could have sunk your ship. He could have sunk your ship, and you don't have another tomorrow. But sometimes when he lets us run aground, it's so we have an opportunity to grab the pieces and to get off the ship and to keep pressing forward and to keep our eyes on him and those promises and hold of those promises. Friend, don't give up. Don't quit. There's too many Christians that life brings them things. That soft wind is at their back, and it's easy to praise God. That soft wind is filling those sails. And, oh, look, the journey is going to be a great journey. It's going to be everything I anticipated. But just like that, that soft wind blowing can turn into a tumultuous wind. It can turn into a violent wind. And your ship runs aground before you even have a chance to do anything about it. And then there's just broken pieces. You grab a hold. And the rest. Some on broken pieces. Friend, this morning, grab a hold. Don't quit. Don't give up on God because His promises are true.